Welcome to the Straight Shooting View. Hey, what's up, people? Straight Shooting LJA here, and welcome to another episode of the Straight Shooting View. Now, as you can see, uh, got my mask on because obviously I'm out and about. Not trying to um, flout any rules or anything like that. Not that the government wouldn't, but hey, politics is not for this podcast. But one thing I do want to discuss is kind of football and politics. Now, (sighs) Chelsea Football Club. Chelsea and Frank Lampard, to be more specific. Now, we all know that Lampard is a club legend and all that kind of caper. But recently, it's been announced... Well, a lot of the media outlets are, are basically saying that Lampard has, what, three, four games to save his job or as the kind of more of the general line is that if form doesn't improve he's going to get fired and to me that's kind of the case with literally any manager on the planet to be honest so yeah that's a bit of a funny one but the free game thing is quite funny as well because for me once again Chelsea if they have given Lampard this major ultimatum, it is one of them where it's very much true to form for them. Because as a club, as a club, to me, Chelsea are very, very short-termist. And they have been under the whole Abramovich reign, which has been, what, 16 years? 16, almost 17 years now? And the only thing consistent about them is that they've been consistently short-term. So, and also their success has been consistently inconsistent, where it's been one season on, one season off, or one season off, maybe two seasons off, then a season on, then a season off, then all this. They're on and off more than a light switch in terms of trophies and success. So, for me, it's one of them where Chelsea are very much a short term as club, and Frank Lampard recently came out and said, Oh, um, What's it? My, basically, his managerial destiny is not in his own hands. And I thought to myself, when was it ever in your hands? <laughs> it's like I remember Jose Mourinho saying the same thing a few years back, where, where it was like, oh, it's not in my control. It's like, well, it never was. Anybody who goes to Chelsea Football Club as a manager and thinks that their destiny is in their own hands, they're either idiots or just plain delusional. Because it's Ramoron Abramovich. Keep this PG. Ramoron um, Abramovich is one of them. Was he's in control, and you can always see that he's in he's in control. And throughout his tenure, he's always been in control. Certain transfers: Andrei Shevchenko, but he um, Fernando Torres. <laughs> Just those two examples alone, you can see that it's Abramovich in control and not the manager at that time. So it's always been the it's always been the case. When you've got that as the case, you end up with an owner who's willing to just kick people to the curb straight away. And for me, I'm not a fan of Chelsea Football Club generally, I will admit that, not just as a Liverpool supporter, but because I grew up in that area, in that vicinity. But um <clears throat> in the vicinity of um what's it in the shadow of QPR and also um, Chelsea as well. But for me, it's one of them where I just look at it as Chelsea are one of those clubs who are going the short-termist way of trying to achieve long-term success. And that doesn't add up. 
short-term methods for long-term success, it's an oxymoron. It doesn't work. That's why, for me, Chelsea's success is somewhat sporadic. They'll have a year on, year off. Year on, year off. It won't ever be three, four, five years straight. And some people may say, oh, yeah, the quality of the Premier League has gone up. That's why it can't happen. No. It's one of them. They spent, they spent more than anybody back in, what, 03, 04? Actually, 04, 05. They spent more than anybody. And even then, yeah, they won back-to-back league titles. But that success only lasted for a couple of years. And then it was off when Mourinho kind of dropped off. And then it started that on and off process. So you look at, say, Man United in the 90s, as much as it pains me to admit it, they created a dynasty for themselves. Why? Because they, I mean, obviously they were were spending, but they were developing youths. And also as well, they had a consistent manager. They had one team, one prize, one club, one goal. And that's what you need. You can't have stability at a club when you're chopping and changing managers every time. And remember, remember Chelsea, what, Roberto Di Matteo, four months into, what, a three, four-year contract, gone. Andre Villas-Boas, same sort of thing. And the way they treated Carlo Ancelotti, you'd have thought he was some wet-eared rookie jabroni. So... That club is very much, in my view, foundations built on sand and foundations built on their owner's money, not their own, which for me is why they keep changing kit sponsors every season or two, (laughs) because it's like, oh, we need the influx of cash. We need this influx of cash. So the Lampard situation for me is kind of a funny one, because from day one, I've always said that he will get a year at Chelsea if he's lucky. And Lampard has been extremely fortunate because the transfer ban, for me, actually bought him time. The one key thing that other managers don't tend to get at Chelsea. If you have one bad season, you're gone. Ask Carlo Ancelotti. Second in the league by, what, four points. They got rid of him, even though I think he won them a league, he won them a league and cup double the season before. Luis Felipe Scolari, same thing. So it's one of them where it's like you just don't get time at that club to really do anything. And remember, Chelsea have got one of the best youth systems around. But I hate the fact that people have been congratulating them in the last, what, year or two. Oh, they're finally using their youths. They're using their youths. Yeah, but they're only using them because they had to. They got caught cheating. They got a transfer ban slapped on them, which I personally would have upheld. I would have upheld bugger the court of arbitration for sport. I would have upheld it just on principle. Because if you're offering inducements to the parents of youngsters, like 15, 16, 14, who can't sign pro papers until they're 17, 18, it's like, dude, you're cheating. You're cheating. You're trying to get the best talent before anybody else and you're doing it unfairly. So technically, you're cheating. So if you're cheating, throw the book at them so they won't do it again. Don't reduce the punishment halfway through. But it's one of them, Chelsea, true to form, what did they go and do as soon as that transfer ban was dropped? Before it, they went and spent They went and spent a load of money. But then as soon as it was dropped, boom, money spent in that January window. I think it was, what's it, Pulisic they went and bought. <laughs> so 
It's one of them where it's like, oh, the youths are finally getting a chance. But you, but I always knew, and I told everybody who would listen, that Chelsea were going to go back to the money-spending ways that they usually do anyway. And what did they do? For as soon, like, what? I think it was like the day after the decision came out to reduce their transfer ban. Boom, they went and spent. And then this past summer now, this is where the game has kind of changed for Frank Lampard. In the fact that this past summer, Lampard did get about 200, 250 million to spend. And that is a major game changer. Because after last season, it was a case of, as I said, the transfer ban bought him time. So if Roman Abramovich had gone to him and said, oh, how come we ain't done as well? Lampard could have instantly pointed to, well, I had a summer when I first came in where I couldn't spend anything. So I had to use the youngsters. And because the, the transfer ban only got reduced in, what, January, I only had that month to buy, to buy players and I could only get one or two. And remember, January is that transfer window where everybody pretty much gets extorted. So clubs are more cautious. And at the end of the day, if you want a quality player, you've got to pay an extra premium for it. So that was a built-in, that was built-in time. But now this season, Lampard's realising that the pressure is on. He is very much realising that now. And he's really, he's going to realise soon how ruthless Chelsea Football Club are and how much loyalty they have. Remember Roberto Di Matteo, also a club legend. Look how he was treated. So it's one of them and people are saying, oh, I've spoken to a couple of Chelsea fans who've been like, oh, Lampard doesn't have experience, doesn't have experience. Well, sorry, Chelsea, as a football club, you've made a rod for your own back. You knew he only had a year's experience um, at Derby County. So coming into it, I always said that Lampard going to Chelsea was a mistake because he's got a lack of experience and he's going into a, a big club trying to fight for league titles he's coming into a big club admittedly but as well a club that is known for having in the past world-class managers that they've sacked very very quickly if they don't bring success Chelsea going on like a poor man's Real Madrid so it's one of them where it's like Lampard had to have seen that beforehand and if he does get sacked within the next within the next couple of weeks within the next few games if he didn't see it coming he's an idiot in my opinion if he didn't see it coming because he has to see the writing on the wall he has to have seen Chelsea's track record hell he was part of the club for years under that same Abramovich regime so if anything he got a front row seat to see how they get rid of managers it's like Bret Hart not seeing the Montreal screw job coming. How could you not? For 15 years, you'd been a part of the furniture seeing, oh my God, look what Vince has done. Oh, then he's not going to do that to me. Of course he's going to do that to you. He's going to do that to anybody. Just like Frank Lampard. It's like, mate, you think Roman Abramovich is not going to get rid of you like he got rid of Mourinho twice? Like he got rid of Ancelotti? like he got rid of Di Matteo no 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 no. don't be under them false pretenses don't ever get that twisted if Abramovich wants to get rid of you he will and apparently Chelsea are actually already on the hunt for another manager and they've been told that one manager they're gonna have to wait for or something like that so if they're openly touting 
for a new manager already and openly looking. <laughs> Writing's on the wall, Frank, son. <laughs> Writing's on the wall. But for me, as I said, Chelsea have made a rod for their own backs because at the end of the day, you can't go and bury the guy and say he's got a lack of experience and doesn't know how to deal with big situations when you knew that he had a lack of experience and only had a year's experience coming in. Nah, you can't do that. You're taking the mickey. <laughs> it's like... That's like, that's like me. That's like... That's like someone... Anyway, I haven't even got another comparative analogy. That's how that's how absurd it is. It's oh god, it's it's like it's like when Jose Mourinho was calling Chelsea. Oh, we're a little pony or a little horse. Oh, we can't compete with the other club spending. It's like hold on a minute. During your first tenure, you outspent everybody. So no, doesn't work. In the immortal words of Hulk Hogan, it does that doesn't work for me, brother. So. Hey, Lampard, Lampard might want to brush up his CV and get his stuff sorted before he gets sacked. Because it's not because it's never been a case of if, it's always been a case of when. Whether it's one year, two years. And as I said, the transfer ban bought him time. It was a blessing in disguise. But Chelsea and their short-termism, will it will continue as long as Abramovich is there. It will always continue. But it's whatever I'm <laughs> as said, Lampard can't possibly be stupid enough or naive enough to think that he's gonna get more time than someone else. Cause there is no loyalty in foot number one, there's no loyalty in football in general. And also Roman Abramovich, as proven by his track record, short termist. Very short termist, Chelsea being a short termist club as well. And it's rubbing off on some of their fans too. But you know what, yeah? Oh, God, man. I want to know your views. The comment section is where? Right down there. Right down there. The comment section is below. Let me know your views. Shout-outs to the G-Man, Jesse Fizzle, Nathan Arsenal, and also JBK as well. Remember, catch our other vlogs, Coaching with JBK and 5 Minutes with the G on YouTube.com forward slash Pitch Talk. And also, Instagram's IGTV. You can catch us as well at Pitch Talk on Instagram and on Twitter. Tweet with us, follow us, see what we are up to. Join the Football and Revolution. We are trying to cultivate here with Pitch Talk. It is we the people for the people because the pitch is where we eat, the pitch is where we sleep, and the pitch is where we talk. This has been the Straight Shooting View. I have been Straight Shooting LJA, and I said, want to know your views down in the comment section. I will see you next time here on the Straight Shooting View. Take it easy, peeps. Join the Pitch Talk Revolution on social media, dropping vlogs, blogs, videos, and podcasts on the beautiful game.